Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome, your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hanton, with another phenomenal podcast for you today. Today, we're talking Costa sunglasses with my good friend, Bob Hoos, coming from Newport Beach, California. So stay tuned for that. Real quick, though, we got to touch on some business here. Today is Promar Ahi USA Tuesday. We always talk about some Promar products on Tuesday. Today's no different. We'll show you some stuff. And everybody that saw that show yesterday where we did the tour of the showroom over at Promar, and then you guys all got to see all the beautiful products they have at Promar. I want to thank everybody for all that you did yesterday. We During the show, we sold so much product at Promar. I'm just blown away. So we're going to have to do that one again for sure. A lot of you took advantage of the 20% off discount price that Ben and Steve offered you. It was cool to see Ben and Steve or see Steve over there. But then Rylan, what a star, right? That was so spectacular having Rylan wander around and show us all the cool product. That kid's going to be a superstar, boy. He did a phenomenal job. It was really cool to see. But um, we're going to show you a couple products today from Promar, but we're also going to show you a couple products from Costa Del Mar Sunglass Company because that's who Bob represents now. Bob's been in the industry his whole life, kind of like me. And so Bob's got a lot of cool things to talk about. We're going to bring him in in just a second, gang. I want to thank everybody also. Today is a giant milestone for your saltwater guide. Today we hit just a hair over 600,000 followers and we hit 65,000 subscribers on YouTube. So that's because of all of you. So thank you all very, very much. I really appreciate it. We're going to bring Justin in at the end of the show. He's got a big announcement. He's got an open party trip scheduled for Friday night to go hoop netting with him. So we're going to bring Justin in at about 10 minutes left of our show. But without any further ado, let's bring in Mr. Bob Hoos and find out what's going on in the sunglass world. Bob, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Dave. I just saw that monkey uh, jump around in the background. Very tropical, my friend. Oh, yeah. Marley's the superstar of the show. That's for sure. He's my uh, mascot. That's Marley, the pygmy marmoset monkey. He's been around here for a while. So, gang, Bob just is working on uh, Keith. There he is. He's back. Okay, you're going to have to... you're going to have to click on and click back off again. He's having technical difficulties, gang, but Bob's going to talk to us today about Costa sunglasses and all the cool things that Costa has going on over there. And uh, you guys will try to answer all your questions about sunglasses and all the different things they got going on at Costa. Welcome back, Bob. Tell people to stop calling you, for God's sakes. I know. We, we've got some technical uh, difficulties with the iPhone, but I'll do my best to get back on when when people call absolutely well that's what happens when you're old like us and we don't have elliot my producer's not with us today so we're gonna have some drop calls but i can run the show when you're not on here we won't have any downtime but bob 
tell everybody, because you've been around this industry as long as I have. How did you get into this? Well, that's a, a long story short, Dave. Like your family, I, I grew up here in, in Newport Beach, and my I was fortunate to have a, a family, a, a dad that loved to fish, loved to fish and hunt. He's always had boats in, uh, in Newport Harbor here. And I remember, uh, you know, after, you know, my first fishing experience was up at the Eastern Sierra catching trout, and then... Uh, went out for the first time on a boat and uh, that was back in the late 60s early 70s and uh, we would catch bonito right off of newport and that's where i got hooked is is fishing those bonito and then uh, i re i recall the just epic sand bass bites up on the Huntington flats and that was uh that was getting the kids involved with the with the bass fishery and then every Usually it was like right around the time we let off the fireworks, uh, we'd go albacore fishing and uh, some great albacore years uh, back in the you know late 70s and take the boat down to San Diego if the fish were uh, in that region and uh, load up on albacore. And then uh, fast forwarding, I, uh, I got a job with uh, Bob Bisbee Sr. on the the old 76 fuel dock and uh, spent my high school summers uh, pumping fuel on the dock. And then that uh, moved into a job uh, in the tackle shop, which was behind the fuel dock and got my hands wet with all the, you know, the tackle industry and learning about gear and, and all the fisheries. Uh, back then there was a, a thriving yacht fishery that out of Newport, you know, albacore in the summer, marlin in the fall, and uh, just got to know all the guys. And they invited me on trips down to the Cape in the early days. And then I got a call from Tony Grayshock and uh, I had moved out to Colorado to go to CU for school. And he offered me a job on the, on the bait barge when they got the permit for the Newport bait barge. So I worked uh, four summers on the bait barge and uh, learned a lot about, you know, the live bait industry and uh, just, I, I was hooked. I mean, fishing was my life and out of, uh, came back from college and uh, did another year in the tackle shop. And then I got approached by Bill Buchanan, uh, who owned, his family uh, was uh, the seven strand trolling lures uh, company. And he offered my first, real job in the in the tackle business so i went to work for for bill buchanan at seven strand and uh that was it was an awesome experience uh developing you know bill fish lures and working with all the jig boats the tuna clone stuff you know uh, way up west and had a lot of fun there for a couple of years and then i thought it i thought it was best that i get out of the fishing industry and uh and get a corporate job and I went to work in the printing industry and uh, I'll never forget it was like my fifth year I was making pretty good money and I got uh, the largest order of my printing career and uh, I'll never forget the order came through the fax machine and uh, I've been working on this account for two years and my assistant pulled it out and was celebrating and I just had nothing to offer. I, I wasn't fired up. You know, it was a lot of money back then, but it, it just wasn't working. So uh, 
I, I went back to the drawing board and uh, said, I gotta, I gotta do what I love to, you know, work in my passion. And that of course was fishing. And I managed to get a job with Pure Fishing as one of their marketing managers on the West Coast. And I was with Pure Fishing for 12 years and uh, managed the West Coast. We had, you know, eight or 10 brands. Uh, we were representing Penn, Berkeley, Abu Garcia, Shakespeare, Fenwick, Spiderwire, and that's where uh, that's where it all came together. Is uh, working in the industry uh, for a company uh, or companies you believe in, you believe in their brand, and just getting out there and 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 helping anglers make the right decisions on tackle. And then uh, back in 2017, Pure Fishing had. Uh, several big changes, uh, ownership and, and marketing roles. And I left uh, Pure Fishing in 2017 and the timing was right uh, for Costa, who was was already out in California, but they just didn't have the right people uh, for the brand. They, they needed someone, you know, that grew up out here and, and had the walk and talk and it just worked out. The timing was perfect. Went started with Costa in 2017, and we're making you know sunglasses for the fishing industry, and it was just a, a perfect shoe in for me, and uh, I've been there ever since. And thank God you are, because my goodness, everyone I know wears the Costas, and I was wearing them before you started over there, and it was a pleasant surprise when you took over the repping of Costa on the West Coast, because like you said, we didn't have a go-to person out here on the West Coast. It was kind of fumble around and hope Florida answered the phone, and the time change was, the time difference was really weird. But I want to jump back, because you were talking about when you were working for Seven Strand. I was working fishing albacore back then, and those tuna clones, those things were the thing, man. The way yeah. those things tracked through the water, that whole thing was pretty cool. I just want to talk about that for a minute. I've got some great stories on, on the Seven Strand and the tuna clones, and I'll never forget, In uh, usually it was May or June, all the jig boat captains would uh, come up to the shop and, and Seven Strand was in Long Beach. And I'll never forget these guys who would, would roll in and uh, they're a, a tough bunch, as you know, Dave. I mean, they are, they are uh, captains <laughs> of angry oceans, fish in albacore, whatever they, they migrate to. And uh, my first year of dealing with these commercial captains, I was all excited to show these guys all the new colors that we had, you know, made up for the season. And this guy, this guy rolls in and, uh, you know, he, he almost looked like Popeye, you know, just a rough character. And uh, I was showing him, you know, the Loco Joe, which was that lime green with the black skirt and the red stripe and zucchini and all, all the, you know, carrot top, all these bright colors. He uh, let me, you know, say my pitch, and he's like, "Bob, where are the white tuna clones?" I'm where? Like, Wait, what? What? White? So we walk over to the uh, the bend where the white tuna clones, and white was never a, a big seller in Southern California, but he took that bend and emptied it out into a duffel bag, and there were so many. We we weighed the bag. And then weighed one clone and then divided it to come up with how many were in the duffel bag. And uh, 
he pulled out this wad of cash that was covered with like albacore blood and anchovy scales and peeled off the money, you know, for the tuna cones. And I'm like, Captain, why white? And he said, well, Bob, uh, we noticed like when we put certain colors out, instead of the whole rack, you know, both, both outriggers coming tight on fish, those fish will pick out a particular color. But when they have all white out, he said it's, you know, the whole boat goes bendo. And he said after, you know, a season, even the colored, you know, tuna cones start fading with the sun and salt water. And, you know, they get, you know, they get lighter with age. And he just believed in that white color. And, uh, and you know, sure enough, the next guy came in, did the same speech. And he's like, where's white? Where's <laughs> yeah, white. right over here. And we sold a little bit of blue and white. Uh, some of the younger captains would, you know, zucchini was a good color, uh, blue and white, you know, green, yellow, black and purple. Uh, I noticed the younger guys were more into the colors, but if they were over 50, it was like, I wouldn't even give the pitch. I'd be like, the white clones. The white are ones are here. right over here. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, but- my Good friend, Steve Campbell. That's why I wanted to talk about it. He was Captain America. He fished that albacore for a long time for the gray shocks and fished all over the world. And that was, he told me, he goes, Hanson, it's white. We give that, we give that fish no choice. They either eat the white or they don't get to ride on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. We had, you know, blue and white was another good seller for the commercial fleet, but when I looked at our retail sales from, you know, San Francisco down to San Diego, uh, that region was all about, you know, the colors, the uh, Loco Joe, Carrot Top, uh, when the, zucchini. when the, yeah, zucchini was good. And uh, it was just interesting to see, you know, the different anglers and, and markets and what colors they preferred. And uh, another interesting thing was, a lot of the boats early in the season were, were trolling that smaller version of the tuna clone. We called it the TC 100. And it was like a four inch trolling bait. And that was really good early in the season, you know, when those fish first show up. And I, of course, uh, brought a lot of that knowledge out on, you know, on my trips on, on our boat. And uh, we would always pull those smaller clones early in the season and then switch over to the larger size later in the year. But uh, that's the fish I, I truly hope makes a comeback uh, someday because, man, they they fight good. They're fun to catch. Uh, literally no night fishing. It's a gentleman's sport, and uh, they taste great, you know, however you cook them or, or not cook them. It's uh, the albacore's the king. Oh, absolutely. And they make everybody look really good because they love to die. They love yeah, to get yeah. on the boat. So and they we, make a bunch of captains look real good. Yeah. And the captains always used to tell me out of San Diego, they're like, Bob, we put a hundred yellowtail in the, in the fish count for the paper. And uh, we'd get a couple boats out. You put a hundred fish, a hundred albacore in the, in the paper. And the next day, every single boat is going out. And that, that albacore was, was the kickoff, you know, it, you had albacore in the paper and they were in, uh, the, the docks just lit up and, you know, Orange County to San Diego was out there chasing them. Oh yeah. I have 
a bunch of interviews with uh, Gary Black on my uh, website, and Gary talked about when the albacore were biting, and they just completed the qualifier 105, and he was the captain, and he came down out of the wheelhouse, and he gaffed a guy's fish, threw it on the deck, turned around and said, what number are you, sir? And he goes, 105, and the guy <laughs> Gary goes, no, no, no. I know you're on the boat, the 105. What number are you, sir? And he goes, 105. And Gary went in the galley and looked, and there was 109 people on the boat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. 109 people. Wow. That's... On the qualifier 105, and everybody caught an albacore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, And it, it's interesting, like, since this bluefin cycle has entered the – you know, the, the front news and, uh, the little bit of yelping around in the, in the, in the fall, it's like, I have just boxes and boxes of clones and jet heads and all that small stuff. And it doesn't seem to work, uh, like it, it did on the albacore. I mean, uh, those yellowfins start schooling with the bluefin. They don't, they don't bite the, the trolled tuna clones anymore. Now they all start acting like bluefin and that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. But I always, I always have them rigged and ready to go on the boat just in case, you know, you never know when you're going to be out there and someone's going to get a, an albacore stub. But yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden Bob's, a, Bob's the hero. He's got all the right lures and no yeah, one else has. Them. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, you know, before social media and uh, the only way to, to really get, you know, a hot jig out to the masses was something in the paper. And I remember uh, uh, Bill Buchanan used to call me and be like, hey, it's time to go out and catch an albacore, take some photos of a tuna clone and send it to the paper. We got we got to get this thing going. And right, we'd go out, you know, early June and, you know, the butterfly or the mushroom or Cortez Bank and hopefully catch some albacore and we take photos and uh you know before all the technology we had to you know take take the film to the printer get the photo and then either drop it off or mail the photo to the paper and then it, it get in hopefully in a day or two and and the phones would start ringing at the shop you know <laughs> whatever color whatever lure we put in that photo that was that Everybody was what they had, had to have, have that, yeah. huh? That's what they had to have. But. Yeah, it's kind of funny, gang. If you think Bob and I, we've been around. There's a lot of people on here that have been around for a while. But here's how we used to figure out what was going on. We'd open up the L.A. Times and yeah. go all the way to the back, bottom right-hand corner, and look at the fish report and see what was happening, who caught what, where they caught it at. And that's kind of how we spent that's what we did with the paper. We never read any of the paper except that back right hand bottom corner. <laughs> yeah, that it was uh, you know, there was some I'm not sure the date when the the telephone uh, you know, the 976 tuna lines came out, but like you said before that, uh, you had to actually go down to the docks and and talk to people to get your info and uh you had to go a, lo a lot of trips, as you would know, it, it was just gut feeling, you know, you're like, hey, I think there's going to be albacore out here. And uh, you had no reports, uh, no temperature charts, nothing. And you'd be like, hey, let's go. Let's, I have a gut feeling. And uh, 
that was that was a lot of fun back then you know yeah well it was different too because we never even thought of the cost of fuel back then we would send <laughs> exploratory boats out and we'd go explore and we'd go 100 miles on an exploratory trip and fuel was never ever even calculated in the thing back then i think we no. were paying like 33 or 34 bucks or 33 bucks cents. 33 yeah. cents a gallon and you would send boats out yeah, you know, San Diego boats would all go this way. The Newport boats would all go this way. The Dana Point boats would go this way. And then we'd let everybody know what we found. Cause yeah, it was all about Albacore. It was yeah. all about finding those fish. We didn't have any SSTs. We didn't have no, no. satellite shots. You didn't have nothing to look at. No. And it, it was, it's, uh, I mean, we grew up in such a, uh, a special time era in, in Southern California. I mean, uh, Growing up as a kid, I mean, any day of the month, you could literally leave Newport Jetty, Dana Harbor, anywhere, put those little Yankee feathers out, and you'd be hooked up to a Benito in, you know, in minutes. And uh, and the sand, sand bass runs up on the flats, uh, just, just epic fishing, uh, barracuda in the spring, and... Uh, you know the kids these days they've uh you know the ones in newport they're they're really good at fishing the harbor now i mean i i'm working on my boat i, I see the dock roms you know go you know fishing our dock and man the i mean they're good they're they're like the baits that they fish and the tackle and uh they're just crushing it and uh Thankfully, uh, Newport Harbor, where, where I keep my boat, it, it's bounced back after all the dredging from years ago. And we're seeing some really good spotted bay bass fishing in there. But um, I just think we had so many more opportunities uh, that were local for uh, for inshore game fish. And, uh, it, and the kids today, they've adapted. They've been like, okay, well... There's not much going on outside. Let's uh, figure out this this bay fishery and uh, you know halibut, short white sea bass, and uh, I'm just amazed at at what these kids are doing in the in the in the bay these days. I mean, they they've got it dialed in. Oh yeah, they show up with all the rods, all the bass rods, oh, all the yeah. beautiful reels. You're just like, man, these kids got some gear nowadays, boy. They got the stuff, and then they open up their tackle box and they got a couple thousand dollars worth of plastic lures. In yeah, there. yeah, and it's <laughs> it's really cool uh, to see them on their bikes, and uh, they'll just stop between the the docks and they they walk out on the wall, make a few casts, catch a spot here or there get jump on their bikes or skateboards go to the next dock catch a few more and i'm just like right on you guys are i mean they're they're hooked and uh those are the kids we see at the show and we're, we just throw them out because i mean that, that's the next generation oh and they're on my back yeah, you're back. Okay. Yeah, it's super important to keep those children fishing. It's like the super most important thing, as you know, working with CCA, we're under attack and we're going to get into that in a little bit. We got to get into the sunglass thing. Me and you could talk about Albacore for the rest of the show. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but gang, Bob and I will both be at the Bard Hall show. 
on the 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th in January. We're, we're, we're talking about it before the show, how exciting it is to get this trade show thing going in January. It's never happened before. Bob was telling me, I can't believe we're going to be at the show in a week and a half. I know it's crazy. It's going to be fun though. I can't wait to see all of you and meet you. You guys got to stop by Bob's booth at the Costa booth and check him out and see all the bitching sunglasses. We're going to show you some pairs of sunglasses here in a few minutes, but real quick gang, it's Promar Ahi USA Tuesday. I'm going to throw the QR code up there. Gang, if you jump onto that, website you'll see all that cool stuff we were showing you yesterday at the showroom up there in gardena you want to make sure you have a bunch of these lobster gauges on your boat it's imperative because it's a ticket if everyone on the boat does not have a lobster gauge it is a ticket if you're going to have five people on the boat you better have more than five of these because someone's going to drop one over i've done it many many times all excited measuring the lobsters go to throw the lobster over and i throw the gauge over well, if I don't have an extra gauge on the boat, guess what? I, we're done fishing. I can't fish anymore. I can't be involved in it. You have to have a gauge for each person on the boat. I don't want to argue with you about it. It's the law. It's in when you signed your fishing license, you told them you had them. Go to the Promar site through the QR code right there. Also, that's going to enter you in to win that free trip with Justin Botrell. Justin's going to be on the show here in a little bit talking about his hoop net trips he's got coming up. But if you want a day with Justin, all you got to do is go to that Promar QR code, download it, go to the website. Then we'll know who you are. We're going to pick one lucky person for a free day of fishing with Justin, either on his boat or on your boat. And that's going to happen on uh, February 1st. We'll give that prize away. So now I covered what I needed to cover with Promar, Bob. What I wanted to talk to you about was uh, the Grammys fishing at the docks. How it's so cool for you and I to see that because that's how we grew up. That's yeah, what- it gets them outside, and a lot of these kids, uh, if their if their family uh, didn't grow up fishing, uh, they, they have just less opportunities. Uh, and the fact that they can just ride their bike right after school, you know, backpack rods in their backpack all their baits and and right down to any harbor any shoreline and start start fishing is is you know makes me smile and uh you know the, the kids they uh and they're they're getting really into it like i i'm seeing that the kids at the local high school they have a little fishing club and you know they're fishing at night they do and then what happens is the parents get involved and they're like, wow, my kid's all, you know, all excited to go fishing. And the schools will put together trips on a sport boat to Catalina. And then that gets them into, you know, maybe a, a, a bonito or a yellowtail and better calico bass fishing. They get out on the water, have a boat burger. And uh, it's just, I mean, I, I love seeing where this is going and, and the fact that they're uh, they 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 have access uh, all up and down the coast, and literally you don't need a boat; you can just walk the shore and, and you're fishing. And then their their experience is uh, it, it's a jump start with everything they can find uh, through social media, YouTube, your videos. Uh, if they need to learn a, a tactic or a, a fishery, it's one click away. And uh, 
And next thing you know, they, they got that figured out. And it's like, there, while there is less opportunities offshore, uh, inshore, and we, we've, got, we've got the knowledge out there, we have the tackle and, and the excitement, and I, I'm, I'm glad it, it's going strong. I mean, it's, it's great to see all oh, these kids out there. It's and then wonderful. what's crazy is like all the surfers when it's flat now they're all fishing and so it's like there's no waves let's go catch some spotties oh the waves are up let's put away the gear and go surfing and they're just like they've transformed into these little watermen and it's great oh it's the best it's the best to see and un unfortunately for some reason the state of california they don't want people fishing which is very bizarre but you said on the board you know what i'm talking about cca is our only voice at the table gang we talk about this all the time i'm going to show you a little video from frank lapresti here in a second but gang you want to be involved with cca i will be hanging out at the cca booth at the Bart Hall show. I'll be outside with you guys waiting for him to open the door, trying to get you to help us out. Cause Bob and I don't want to ever see the day where we can't go fishing in Southern California. So make sure you're involved with CCA cause it's super important. It's the only voice we have at the table, right, Bob? Yeah. If like there's, if you're going to do anything for our fisheries and our, our right to fish, you got to become a member of CCA. It's a, it's our, it's our only only group out there that is literally fighting tooth and nail for our, our right to fish. And I, I just tell people like, if what, whatever involvement level you choose, what you're comfortable for, support CCA. And uh, I'm a lifetime member and, uh, you know, I went all in and uh, I, I believe in CCA. They, the team and the board is, is you know, it's, it's top, top shelf and and we're going to get it done it's just going to take us as a group to all contribute and you know it's it, it's not a it's not a big hit on your pocketbook just you know throw down what you can become a member and uh and, you know and, and pay it forward yeah exactly look at check out this video gang and then we're going to get into the sunglasses thing check this out Oh, there is a concern that some today would like to see no fishing whatsoever anywhere in the United States, especially in California. That is, we, we were told that 10 years ago at meetings, that our goal is to see fishing abolished. I pray to God it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's pretty unbelievable. You hear Frank talk about it like that. It kind of makes you go, okay. And then that was a little bit of insert from Michael Folks's new movie that's coming out, The History of Sport Fishing. It's going to be phenomenal. But, gang, I want to make sure that you all understand Bob represents the sunglass company that all of us real fishermen that fish for a living, we all wear them. I got a few pairs here. I love these black fins. I wear them all the time with the gray lenses. 
I have this pair right here that I love for when it's hard to find these tuna alleys with the yellow lenses that give me the pop when I'm looking for the kelp patties out there when the sun's not all there. And then we're going to show you guys a video real quick and then Bob's going to talk about it. This is something that's absolutely incredible and I can't wait to get my hands on this pair. Look at this. King Tide, rule the water. All right, gang, if that doesn't get you fired up about a pair of sunglasses, you're probably not awake. So, Bob, tell us about these King Tides. I, I get a pair when I come to the show. I'm super excited. I can't wait to try them out. I've What's got your pair right here for you, Dave. <laughs> things look so, so cool. They look so bitching. I love the wraparound frame, the whole thing, every part of it, the adjustable nose guard, everything. What a bitching pair of sunglasses, right? Yeah. So the, the King Tide launch was uh, last year, and the company's been around for 40 years. Uh, this 1983 there were uh, a handful of captains in in southeast florida that were you know having a beer after a, a day of charter fishing and they're like you know what let's put our heads together and and design a, a better pair of sunglasses for what we do and that's you know long days on the water finding fish seeing fish uh, comfortable on your face, and uh, that's that's how the company was founded. Four charter boat captains that had an idea to come up with a, a better pair of sunglasses for fishing applications. And fast forward 40 years, our product development team, which is now located in Foothill Ranch out here on the on the west coast, they have uh, been working on King Tide for you know a decade and uh it's it's all about uh the design and the technology that is out there and as dave was saying earlier every part of the king tide is an advancement of of everything we have to offer at costa went into the king tide and just looking at them right now it starts with the adjustable nose piece which is right here and that's very important with with everyone everyone's got a different nose different face features and after you can you can adjust the the nose guard to be firm on your nose and they're going to stay on your face and they're not going to fall off when you're gaffing a fish or you know anything like that and then also very important on these sides it's hard to see on the camera here but we have these vents uh, they look like almost like shark gills, and that's going to allow the air to enter 
you know, between your eye and the sunglass and prevent the, the lens from fogging up. We also, uh, the hinges, the side shields, everything about this, this pair of king tides is the most advanced technology we have. And uh, again, it was, uh, it won best of the show at ICAST, best in the category. I'm wearing the pair that I'm gonna give Dave, Captain Dave Hansen here is what we call our six base. And there's two styles of king tide. It's a six base and eight base. The six is more squared off. It gives you a little more room on the corners of your eye where the eight base is more of a wrap. And again, it's preference, but knowing how Dave fish fishes and, and what he's wearing now, I think he's gonna be happy with these, uh, these six base king tide. It's, uh, uh, there's a lot of debate on lens color. The, this pair is a gray lens. And what, what gray does is it's 100% polarized lens. And we we're known to have the best polarized lens in, in the industry. And that gray lens is just gonna cut the glare. Uh, you're gonna be able, things are gonna look natural to you, you know, through your, your, your vision. Gray is probably one of our, the gray lens is probably one of our best sellers because it's so versatile. Whether you're, you're fishing, you know, a river, a lake, you're offshore, inshore, or even down at the beach having a taco, the gray lens is, is by far most popular out on the West Coast. And then uh, that's not to say we, we make a whole range of lens colors and that gets into the preference. Uh, what I've seen this last year is a lot of the offshore captains uh, were have been experimenting with our, our green mirror lens. And I've always been, I, I, I always wear the, the blue mirror uh, when I'm offshore. And I'll never forget, I was uh, down in Florida uh, fishing with Captain Ray Rocher. He's a sailfish charter boat captain, very, uh, very good fisherman, uh, has a top-notch program down there in Miami. And we were up on the tower, we were kite fishing for sailfish. There was some Dorado around too. And uh, he's like, Bob, try on the, this green mirror. And I was wearing blue mirror up in the tower and I put those green mirror on. The green mirror has a copper base uh, below the, the green mirror on the outside and that copper base just pops the colors. And sure enough, a, a pair of sailfish came into the spread and I could see them so much better underwater than I could with my blue mirror. So I, I switched over to a green mirror end of last season for, for my offshore and my inshore uh, you know, trips. And then sure enough, get a call from Steve Lasley on the bad company. Bob, I got to have tuna alley green mirror. Okay, boom. Uh, Grossbeck found out about it, called me. I need green mirror. And uh, it's across the board. So green mirror is uh, really come on strong. And if you haven't, if you haven't tried the green mirror, uh, whether you're inshore, offshore, anything, you know, grab a pair, buy a pair, and, and give it a shot. It's it's a game changer as far as seeing fish and conditions, stuff like that. 
And Bob's not lying because I listened to you on Let's Talk Cookup the other day and you were talking about Laz and Grosbeck and the green mirror. And I called Pete up right away and I said, hey, you doing that green mirror thing? He goes, oh, yeah, that's who, who told you? And I was like, well, Bob, who's three guys yeah. out there? And yeah. he's all, yeah, it's a game changer. So when IGFA Hall of Fame captain Steve Lasley and Pete Grosbeck tell you it's a you got to put them on. And so yeah, that's my next I, order is for the green. Yeah, we, we support the, the bad company team. And I've always, my whole career, I've, I've tried to help, you know, lastly and whatever company I'm working for, because his, his input on, on product is, is just mind blowing. And we got, uh, I was talking to him about what Ray Rocher told me and, he was uh, he was wearing blue mirror prior, and I sent him a, a you know a set of tuna alley green mirror, and then the whole boat like switched over. They were all all wearing green mirror. And um, what's interesting is here's a here's the guy that's you know chasing billfish all over the world. Yet when I go to these uh, freshwater bass tournaments, all our 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 pro our coastal pros that are on these bass tournament trails they're all wearing green mirror too for sight fishing so it's it's very versatile and i think we're going to see a lot at the at the shows coming up uh people that want a, a second pair or maybe you know their first pair of costas and i've, I've been telling the the reps load up on green mirror i mean it's uh get ready the cats out of the bag <laughs> Yeah, that's a big deal when you got Pete and Steve both backing you up on that. That all of a sudden, everybody on the saltwater scene's got to understand who those two gentlemen are. Ray Rocher's no slack either. Ray yeah. Rocher's a big deal. I got to fish with him down here in the Rolex tournament. He's I don't really know. Good. There's yeah. there's not many people on the planet better than Ray. That no, guy he's is, a, he's an innovator, and uh, much respect to him. I and mean, he's come out with some very innovative fishing products and what what i tell i mean i get asked wherever i go you know bob tell me about these lens uh you know choices and and for what applications and when green mirror comes up i tell them it's like watching tv and then with green mirror it's like hd tv every all the colors pop everything's uh distinct color separation everything just pops and sometimes that that's all it takes is uh you're you know unless you're in the glasses your eye just catching a little you know gold yellow like a single strand of kelp or maybe a a big floating kelp out in the distance that little tiny sign and that green mirror just pops that color and your eye catches it and uh hey you know Two o'clock, there's a big kelp over there. And that that could make your day, you know, just finding that one one kelp. And also I've noticed uh, you know, when I'm when I'm not on my boat and we're marlin fishing or even tuna fishing, uh, even in the sky, the uh, like a turn, a, a single turn bird off in the distance, that color separation with a with a blue sky in the background your eye just finds it it is the color pops and you go oh there's a turn over there so uh you know it, it you have your electronics but you know to, to be at the top of your game you got to have the the site program dialed in and if we can help people 
you know, see what's out there, spot more fish in their travels, you know, that's, that's, that's a win-win for everyone. Oh, it's super important. Kelly girl just sent me a message. So she's all, what about the girls? Did you guys revolutionize oh, any glasses for the girls? Kelly's going to be excited with the ladies styles this year. Uh, tell her to come by the booth and uh, she wants, she's going to talk to either Allison or uh, who else is going to staff? We have, we have two coastal reps, lady anglers. They're going to be at the show and they know the styles better than the guys for the for the women so yeah anyone that uh, any ladies out there that want to see what costa has in the in the lady styles stop by the costa booth at the bard hall show both in long beach and, or in del mar and we're, we're bringing in all the lady styles nice that'll make kelly's day because that's what she does text me she's all bob did you guys make anything for the girls well obviously you just answered that for her so there you go kelly girl you know what's coming down the pipe now so it'll be exciting yeah. to be at the bard hall show but bob how can people find your sunglasses what, what's the website what where do we go what do we do yeah to, to check out all the costa sunglasses products just click on this costasunglasses.com and we just revamped our website. It's very user-friendly, costasunglasses.com. And up at the top, you'll see the different categories. They have, you know, men's styles, women's styles, uh, you know, offshore app, you know, lens choices, inshore lens choices. And you can navigate through the site depending on, you know, what type of angler you are. So we recently revamped our site made it very user friendly and uh you can you know there's hundreds of styles out there but most importantly and i i i tell this every day to to my friends family consumers is you have to try the costas on and see if they fit your face that's the number one mistake out there is people will go on the website they'll see a particular Costa sunglass style that they like and they'll buy it and then they put it on their face and it doesn't fit. And there's nothing worse than having a, a pair of sunglasses, regardless of the brand, on your face all day. And if it's squeezing your temples, you're gonna get a he headache in the afternoon. And everyone's got a different face. It's like, you know, it's trying on clothes. It, it's gotta be the right fit. And you got to, you got to go to the, you know, the best way to do it is come to the Costa booth. We have all the styles in, in the displays and just try them on and uh, make sure they fit your face and uh, they feel comfortable. They're not too tight. Uh, they look good on you. And, and then uh, there's going to be several retailers at all the shows that are going to be selling Costas and we're going to have some, some show deals for the consumers we're, we're going to give them a, a gift with purchase. So I I'm really excited to, to see everyone again up in Long Beach and uh, hopefully we have some, some good deals to offer at, at both shows. Oh yeah. It'll be great. You guys come by and see Bob, say hi to Bob, tell him you saw him on your saltwater guide. Maybe he'll have some swag for you, something special. Just tell him you saw him on our show. Bob, we're going to bring Justin in now. I know you got a ton of stuff to do. I want to thank you very much. If you want to hang out and listen to Justin, that's fine. If you got to get going, that's fine too. But 
We're going to bring in my buddy, Justin. Thank you so much for your time today, Bob. I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy man getting ready for trade shows. So thank you. We had a lot of fun, Dave. Uh, You're doing an awesome job. And uh, thanks for educating on everyone on how to catch more fish. And uh, we'll see you at the show next week. All right, Bob. Thank you for your time, sir. And I'll get you back on the show again here real soon. I promise. Okay, bud. Until the next time. Bye. Bye. Justin Botrell. What a phenomenal show yesterday, dude. Thank you. Your boy is the new superstar of your saltwater guide. He makes you and I look like full on booger eaters. He is. He's, he's such a cutie. He has oh a my gosh. Form. He's going to be so freaking famous pretty soon. And I love his accent. I love his accent. I know it's, it's his R's. He, he, he can't say R. He, he has that, his own accent for R's. It's really funny. So next time you listen to him, Listen on his R's. He, he says an R in his own way, and it makes him sound like he has an accent. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, it is so cool. So, Justin, thank you so much for taking him up to the sh- showroom yesterday. If you guys did not see Ryland yesterday, it was a spectacular show. You can go back and rewatch it. We're not throwing it away. or It's going to be there. And you guys got till the end of the show today to save that 20% over at Promark. So take advantage of that. All the products, everything that Justin and Ryland showed you guys yesterday. And then Steve jumped in and helped out a little bit. But I wanted to make sure I brought you on the show today because we haven't done this for a while. And the last time we did this, you sold out immediately. So tell them what you got on the Skadooli for Friday. <laughs> so Friday, I'm doing an open party charter again for lobsters. 175 per person. I need four to go. So and you're just opening it right now. So you guys, there's four people. And I don't know if you've been seeing what he's been doing. It is pretty epic to be a part of, even though, even though the other night it just wasn't quite happening. Still made it for a phenomenal evening. Yeah, we're gonna have those days. You know, everybody has those days. We didn't get skunked though. We it took us a little while to find out where the lobsters are. We got them. Um, we didn't get a slam dunk like we everyone normally sees us doing but uh, that is now two days now this uh lobster season that i've gotten lower limits all the other all the other day all the other days you know we've been killing it so but not only that did you look at the weather coming up oh yeah oh yeah perfect timing friday it's gonna rain all day so it should be very spectacular we needed some weather the water is very clean I don't know if you all who watch the live show, you see me backing down. You've seen the bottom of the, the board. That's 10 feet deep right there. And you can see the bottom on the show. So that is super clear water. We need that water to get stirred up big time. And then uh, really quick, I don't know if this was pointed out, but um, you had Costa on here. That's freaking amazing. The best sunglasses ever. Um, I wear Costas. My deckhands all wear Costas. Someone asked about the 580 glass. That's the ones I ordered, a 580 glass. It's a glass lens. And Tim, I don't know if it's scratch resistant, but I've never been able to scratch mine. So here's what I was going to say to Tim and everybody else that's listening. Gang, my sunglasses, I treat them probably as good, if not better than I treat Kelly. These are the, (laughs) these are super important, gang. You have to understand These are a tool 
that is so important. So when I see people ask, are they scratch resistant? Gang, these shouldn't come out of your, shouldn't come out. Yes, please, Elliot. That would be awesome. We got all kinds of cool new products oh, coming yeah. out for the kids. We got all kinds of new stuff coming out. Your saltwater guide. We're going to have all kinds of great stuff at the store for you guys to get. The store has changed. Elliot and his wife, Erica, are in charge of the store. They're bringing out all kinds of bitch and products that really now we're focusing on more on the women and the children and we got all kinds of stuff for everybody. So check out our store. It's going to have a lot of cool stuff, but if you guys get a pair of Costa sunglasses, they aren't free. These are a $300 pair of glasses. You should not take these out of your sight. If these things are going on the ground and stuff, you're not, you don't understand how much they cost. Those Costas are important, but look at all this cool stuff we got. Now we got backpacks and hats and shirts and hoodies and everything's talking about your saltwater guide gang. You all want to be a part of the wave in Southern California. We are making a mark for ourselves. Look at that. Don't be a booger. You get a little bib for your baby. Check that out. How fun is this going to be? This is going to be an awesome year for the company. Awesome, awesome year. We got to get Rylan a full on yeah. uniform to be wearing. Kid size shirts now that is amazing. Yep, we're taking it to the next level, ladies and gentlemen. We're cranking this thing up, taking it to the next level. We're gonna have a huge announcement for uh, if you show up to the show at, at the PCS show wearing the new shirts that Erica is coming out with. We'll let you know about that when it's time. We got to talk with Bill and make sure everything's okay, but if you this year is going to be super special, gang. You guys are going to want to be, look at it, tank tops, trucker hats, stickers, backpacks, everything you use every day out on the water. Erica and Elliot have it covered for you, gang. You want to go to the store. You want to start grabbing some of this swag, some of this cool stuff to wear. It's really going to matter. But, gang, don't forget. If you're thinking about going hoop netting, you want to get on Justin's trip this weekend, Friday, it's going to sell out fast. We already know that. So don't hesitate. Don't set back and wait. There's his phone number. He just threw it up there on the screen. I'll throw it up there on the screen again. You do not want to miss out on this uh, opportunity to fish with Justin and be on the live show. We'll keep showing you all the cool stuff on the website, all the cool clothes, everything available at your saltwater guide, the store. You want to check that out. But there's Justin's phone number. Text him or call him right now, gang. Get on the get on the boat. Four spots. They're going to sell out so fast. Everybody wants to go. Everyone wants to be on. Everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants to be on that live show, showing your friends. Talk about the live show a little bit. Yeah, the live show is so freaking cool. You get exactly. I mean, you everything that you're seeing is uncut, unedited, un-everything. Every now and then, you know, you'll hear some passengers saying some words that they shouldn't be saying, but it is what it is. And uh, yeah, it's so much fun. You get to see us pull up a whole net full of water and a whole net full of lobsters. And then we pull up sharks, we pull up fish, stingrays, octopus, crabs, all different kinds of things. You get to see it live coming to you from your saltwater guide. It's pretty oh, no epic. Else, gang. No one else is doing it at this level. 
There's nobody out there at this level doing it. No one. And it's night. You know, a lot of you and I, we've been doing what we've been doing for a long time. Don't forget. Wesley's going to join us on the show on Friday, right before Justin goes live with the hoop name. But Justin has a trip on Thursday night too. Tut, did you have a good time the other night? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Tut. Oh, Miss yep, Hot Rod also commented that her her son didn't like fishing anymore. So there's really only three or four reasons of that. It's either you took him out too long, you didn't catch fish, or you didn't bring a phone for him to watch or a tablet, or it was too rough. One of those reasons is why he doesn't like fishing anymore. And I just saw a question came through my phone. How do we get that all those bitching clothes that Elliot was just showing, gang. Elliot, throw we'll throw back up the uh, the store. You can check out my store. You can see all that great product over at the store. Erica, his wife, is designing all kinds of great clothes for us. That we've been missing out on that. We need to get more involved in this swag thing and uh, the clothing and all that stuff. We're moving. Moving up to the next level, gang. There is the QR code. Makes Elliot makes everything so easy for all of us, especially us old guys that don't know how to navigate around the internet. You grab that QR code, it's going to take you right to the store. Remember, you're supporting your saltwater guide by going to the store and buying stuff. You're helping me buy food for Marley. You're helping us get free clothes to Ryland for all of his phenomenal uh post when he's out there fishing and he's gonna he's gonna start uh ramping up his uh youtube channel we're gonna get him tons of views over there i wanted to let everybody know that got onto the show late after bob was here we hit sixty-five thousand subscribers today on youtube justin this morning that is that is a unbelievable number that i can't even comprehend i can't even wrap my sixty-five thousand subscribers on youtube we got 63,000 followers on Instagram. I don't know which one's going to get to 100 first, but both of them are going to get to 100 this year. I'll guarantee it. I'll yeah. guarantee you we're going to get to 100. You don't yeah. think that's a big deal? Go look around at all your friends and family's pages. Go look around at everything out there and go look and see how many people have this many followers. You'll be blown away by people that think they're influencers that have 20,000, 30,000. You get up above 50,000. You're in a whole new league, gang. I'm just letting you know. That's why we have great guests like Dave Marciano, Anthony Shea, Bob Hoos from Costa Sunglasses, Amir K. We're, we're bringing in some, oh, Cliff Gray. We're bringing in some unbelievable talent because people can see what's going on over here. They are, they are jazzed beyond all, all mental thinking to be a part of your saltwater guide. You all want to be a part of, gang. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, the like button, follow us. You don't want to miss any of our videos. Elliot, with the help of Elliot and Justin, I put out three brand new videos every single day. Yeah, think about that. Every single day, and I do this podcast Monday through Fridays at 12 o'clock between Kelly Girl and Justin and Rylan and and Elliot and Erica, it's a full time job for all of us to keep this machine going. We're not going to let you down, though. We're going to keep on doing it. We have over thirty eight hundred videos on our Instagram. Thirty eight hundred. 
No one's got that. People got some pictures and stuff, but gang, I'll not let you down. I'll keep making bitching videos. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. You got to help us, though. You have to support us. You have to follow us. You have to subscribe to the channel. And you got to call Justin right now. You have to call him right now because this trip is going to fill up and you're going to get to watch the four lucky people on Friday. But you have a trip on Thursday, too, right? Yeah. So I have a charter, like Miss Hot Rod Jeanette just asked. Um, the charter on Thursday is for fishing. Um, we're going on a half day or three quarter day, either local or Catalina. I think he wants to go local. It's Paul. You've all seen okay. Paul a couple times. Paul, Paul literally charters my boat every other week. So every other week he'll be on the boat doing something, either lobster or fishing. When the tuna come, that's all he wants to do is go for tuna. So, um, but yes, I do fishing as well. A lot of it. I catch a lot of fish. My clients catch a lot of fish. You do ever caught, believe it or not, the biggest bluefin I've ever caught and reeled in is only 45 pounds. (laughs) And then what happens? What happens if they use that QR code to go to Promar? What are they gonna got a possibility to win in the contest? You're giving away another something crazy. Yeah, so all you have to do is scan that QR code. It's gonna put you in the drawing for me to come out on your boat. Or one spot on my boat. So and we're giving that away on February 1st, right? Yep. All you have to do is scan the QR code. While, I mean, while you're in there, though, I guarantee you're going to find something that you're going to use this year. Because if, if you're going, if you're going to pull an anchor, you're going to need the gloves. If you're going to be hoop netting, you need something in that nature for hoop netting. Oh, thank you, Jason. Um, but yeah, you're going to find something at Promar, so you might as well, while you're in there, look at it. And if you want to purchase it, use that code YSWG at checkout, and you'll save yourself 20%. And who so did anybody like- text you yet? Uh, I haven't even checked. Uh, not yet. Wow. What, wake up, everybody. Wake up. This is going to sell out quick. We, we'll bring oh, you on the oh, show yeah, again. Yeah. What? Promar text me and asked if they can come out while I go. Oh, uh, uh, get Promar's on here now. Pro, uh, the guys at Promar text me to see if they can come out for uh, um, thresher shark fishing. Yeah, absolutely. We'll bring you guys out there and let you film some stuff and be a part of. Absolutely. Gang, you don't want to miss out. I'm telling you, it doesn't. You're like, oh, I don't know. He's going to sell out. Let's just be honest. We're just throwing this opportunity out there tomorrow. Uh oh, what happened there, Dave? We lost you. So, uh, yes, Jeanette, I'll get in contact with you in just a little bit. I don't know where Dave went, but uh, if you can call or text me if you want to be involved with this hoop netting open party on Friday, my phone number is nine five one seven zero three. 9442 and I'll put it up here in just a second. Let me uh put it on. Yeah, I don't know where Dave went. He just messaged and said he doesn't know what happened. But there's my phone number. It's on the web on uh Facebook on your saltwater guide. Again, 951-703-9442. And remember as well, I'll be at the Bart Hall show on Saturday, the 27th. Just until around one o'clock, then I'm going to leave. And uh, yeah. I'll also be, hey, who's coming in? And I'll also be um, 
on the 28th at the Bart Hall Show. So make sure you come and say hi. I'll be with Dave and at the Promar booth. And uh, yeah. So we thank you everyone again for watching. Thank you so much. And remember, give me a call or text if you want to go on Friday on the Open Party Hoop Netting Charter. Phone number again is 951-703-9442. We really appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much, everybody. See you later. Thank you. I don't know what happened in my computer, but. You'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.